Let's do it. Let's do so it. I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. First call is on the calendar. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I got a call at three o'clock. What do I say? And you're preparing me for that call. Mm -hmm. Tell me what to do. Right, so I would take you through my framework. And with my framework, and the reason why we don't ever give our students scripts is because you're talking to another person. You're not talking to a robot, so you can't sound like a robot. Mm, right. Say that again. <laughs> you're giving them a recipe, a framework. Yeah instead of word for word, yes. so they can now fill it out and mm -hmm. be involved, I love it. Good, so the first thing we do in that framework is we introduce ourselves. Like I said, it's so simple, but while we introduce ourselves, we want to assert our authority right away. So what that would look like is, hi, my name is Alexis, I'm going to be your advisor today. My whole responsibility here is hearing what your goals are and seeing if there's any possible way our program can help you to accomplish those goals. So already, my lead knows who I am and what my role is and they know that I'm going to be the one controlling this conversation. So that's gonna be your introduction. Mm. And the reason why you want to assert that authority in the first five seconds of your call is because if you lose control of the sales call, it will turn into a coaching call. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be able to, to grab the, the gears on it and hold on to them. So the next thing that you do whenever you are done introducing yourself, you get the lead to introduce themselves but you pull certain information out of them because you don't want to hear a whole sob story, yeah. right? So the way that I get my lead to introduce themselves to me in a way that I want to hear is I ask them, so tell me a little bit more about yourself. What is it you currently do for a living? And what got you interested in booking a call with our program? So it's framed for them to answer specific questions. I yes, love it. rather than, so tell me about yourself. Oh yeah, I have three kids. I, like, okay, we don't need to know all that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so this way, again, the one who is asking the most questions during this entire sales process is the one that does have the control over the conversation. And then from there, you just build rapport. You just talk to the person as you normally would and I ask my leads very specific questions and those questions are what are your goals what do you think is going to be the hardest part and why have you not achieved your goals yet what is holding you back and asking those three questions gives me all the information I need so that I can then transition into my pitch. We've got to pause right there because I'm in the giving mood I decided to offer you a free gift absolutely free now, I tell you all the time about turning your ideas into online income, but how am I going to tell you to do something and not provide the resource for it? There's so many questions that people have online about what should I post? How do I get my engagement up? How do I get people to click the link in my bio? Buy from me. What should I sell? Whether it's an ebook, an online course, how much should I charge? How do I launch? How do I do a webinar? You see what I'm saying? So I decided to create a free training and give it to you that you can utilize to learn how to literally Take the services that you do or the ideas you have and build a successful online company. Go to www.monetizewithmarkers.com, my gift to you. You're welcome. Because now I know all their pain points. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take all the pain points that they gave me and with my program. Let's grab those three questions again. I want to okay. make sure they get it. What <laughs> okay. are your goals? What are your goals? Uh -huh. Right. And the reason why I want to know what this person's goals are is I can see whether or not they would be a good fit for this program, right? And then the second one is 
um, what do you think is going to be the hardest part? I love that. So the reason I ask that is because then they're kind of already going to tell on themselves. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, I think the hardest part is I don't know what to do, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we have a mentorship program. Yeah. The hardest part is um, I don't know how to sell products online. That's why we have a mentorship program. So whatever it is that they're going to tell me, I already know that I'll be able to prescribe my solution, which is the offer that I'm selling. Yeah. And then the next question is, why do you think you haven't gotten there yet? That is also going to have them tell on themselves. 100%. So mm -hmm. that's why I asked those three. And then from there, taking their answers, whatever they may be, I then cater my pitch to them. So any program that people are selling, there are so many different details within that program. And you don't want to ever like information overload the lead that you're talking to. Yeah. So instead, you want to listen to what your lead is telling you. And then from your program, pool the solutions that will fix that person's problems specifically. So that way they feel, oh my gosh, I absolutely need this program that we're talking about. Um, and then from there, you will collect the payment. And then collecting payment, I have a very specific strategy that I do this, right? And so during my entire sales process, I will drop value and I'll drop a price on it too. So I'll say, we do this for you. That alone costs people tens of thousands of dollars. So they already have it in their head like, oh, this is very valuable. So whenever I get to the price and I tell them, oh, it's only $5,000, it's only $10,000, then they feel, wow, I get all of that for only $5,000. I could see why people <laughs> pull out their card with you. <laughs> yeah. But the, ner the part that makes most people nervous, mm -hmm. whether it's like there are business owners who feel uncomfortable asking for payment, is mm -hmm. that part, right? Yeah. That part of actually transitioning into the close. Mm -hmm. So I know you guys say you do a lot of role playing. Do you find that many of your students, that's the part they're a little nervous about when it's time to ask the person to pull out their credit card yeah. and buy? Yeah, of course. It's, it's asking people for money. So a lot of people lose that confidence and they start to stutter when that price comes out of their mouth. Um, but I think one thing is also being confident in the product that you're selling. Yeah. The more you know about the offer that you're selling and the testimonials that you see from it, there should be no reason why you're not giving out the price or helping someone get into the program. That's kind of like being selfish mm. with the game, right? So it sounds like you're saying selling is serving. Like you're, mm -hmm. you're serving people by pairing them with something that they actually want, actually need. Definitely. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Now, you you almost made me pull out my credit card. <laughs> I was like, hold on, where my wallet at? Where, where, where my MX? Let's, <laughs> let's do it. So I, wa I want to do the same. Let's go to, so you talked about the framework of the call. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the closing side of it, okay. right? So I'm on the phone with you, mm -hmm. and I think I want this thing, man. You should quit working for free. How did social media hire all of us to be their workforce? We're on the app posting videos, going live, creating reels. We do not get paid when we create content on social media. They do by selling our content to advertisers. But how do you actually build an online business using social media? I wanna break it down for you and give you access to it. There's five simple steps. I'll tell it to you in a few seconds. Step number one is client attraction. I'm gonna show you how to actually attract clients that will happily pay you what you're offering. Step number two, how to capture them. How do you get their emails? How do you get their phone numbers? How do you get them to show up to your event? Be on your Zoom calls to what I refer to as client dating. It's where you nurture a relationship with people to get them to say yes to whatever you're offering. And I'm even gonna show you what type of content to create that gives you brand visibility and brand recognition. 
I call it social media secrets. You get access wherever you're watching this video, you'll see it in the description and you'll see it beneath this. Let's get back to the episode. But I don't know if I can afford it. Uh, tell me, you know, what's the difference between you and someone else? How would you tell someone to handle that? Because people are going to mm -hmm. hear a combination of that. What's the difference between your program and all these other programs online? Mm -hmm. So let's say that's my objection. What would you say to someone who they keep hearing that, uh, this comparison objection? Yeah, so if you've known about that program for so long and you've took action on it, where has the results led to? Mm. I like it. I like it. He's ready. <laughs> take my money. Okay. I like that one. Oh, I got to take. Hey, well, let me call you back. I got to ask my wife. Oh, we've gotten that before. Yeah, a lot. Um, and the way that I handle that is I create urgency. And I say, okay, yeah, I definitely understand you needing to discuss with your spouse. Is there any way that she's available right now? Because we only have limited spots within our program. And I would hate for you to miss that opportunity. Ooh, <laughs> I can see why they make money. <laughs> Let me hold $3 to next week. <laughs> I like it.